Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Selling Digital Podcast. My name is Yatsia, owner of OnlineTemplateShop.com. And this episode is completely not planned at all. So if it's a little bit unorganized, that is why. Also, I haven't recorded a podcast episode in forever, like at least a couple of months. So please excuse me if I'm a little bit out of it or I sound like a rookie because honestly, I I feel like one. (laughs) That's what's going on today. I feel like a total rookie. But let's get to the topic. So basically, I'm recording this episode because this morning... I sent out an email to my entire list about my decision of, well, not decision because I haven't made a decision 100% yet, but what I'm thinking of, which is closing the free Facebook group that I opened. I'm going to say it's been three years since it's, it's been open. And this thought comes from... I don't do enough with this group. Now, let me take you a little bit back. So when I opened this group, it was opened only to paying customers of my business, onlinetemplateshop.com. So basically anyone who has ever purchased anything or opted in for the free vault, they got an invite to join the Facebook group. In the beginning, it grew, um, I would say, up to about 500 or so people in there. They were basically all only paying customers. And when it hit around a thousand or something like that, I decided to just open it to everyone, whether they purchased something or not. So I made it searchable and people could find it. And it started getting recommended to people who were joining Facebook groups that were similar to mine. After that, it has grown significantly. As of right now, there's 9,000 people in there, just like a little over 9,000 people in that group. And guess what? I've done absolutely nothing in that group. Yep, I post here and there. I will post a link to a new YouTube video when there's one available. I will post something, um, you know, that's catching my attention at the moment. But I haven't really been consistent in the group. And to be honest, probably about 70% of the people in there don't even know who I am. Because again, a lot of people join because they get recommended that group. So there comes a misunderstanding for new members, especially it's been, I don't know, I would say for the last year or so. Just keep in mind that a lot of the people joining are sellers or people who want to create some type of printable or digital product to sell on online, right? So they come in with the idea that they're going to join the group and share their link to their shop or or their sales page or something like that to whatever offer they got going on at the moment. And people are suddenly going to click and buy something from their shop, which I don't know how how 
that makes sense on anyone's mind, to be honest. It's kind of like walking into the Apple store trying to sell them an iPad or an iPhone. Like, what? They make the thing. Why would they need to buy an, an, an iPad? But a lot of people either ignore the, the rules and all the messages that I put before they even join the group or just don't think it through. Maybe there's some people are so new that they don't really know the proper etiquette or they don't really understand that. Yeah, there's some there's a moderator in the group, me, right? <laughs> and also... There are longtime customers of my business in that group who will report um, their posts or message me like, hey, this is going on in, in the group. Go go check it out. So I go in and I delete the post and I block the perpetrators, you know, which honestly is very annoying for me and for other people in the group who are seeing these posts because it is no one else's job to police other members. That is just annoying. I don't want to go into a group, into a community and having to police people who are there with me. That is the moderator's job, but I'm not on the Facebook group 24 seven. I'm on Facebook like what, two or three times a day. So sometimes I catch these posts an hour, a couple hours later, or if it's in the middle of the night, I will catch it in the morning. I do check every single day just to check on people and if there's a question that I can answer, things like that. So that's usually the time when I catch these posts. And it's extremely annoying and it's time consuming to have to go in there all the time and have to delete these posts and block people. It just takes time, you know? And I I feel like this happens because I'm not there enough. Right. If I were to be more active in the group and if I if people knew my face, right, like if I post something and they see my name. Oh, yeah, that's that's her. She is the owner of this group. And if they were more familiar with my business and what I do, I feel like those type of posts wouldn't happen at all because they know there's someone watching. Right. But because that's not happening, it's kind of like a free land, you know, free for all. Now, that's, that's just one of, of the reasons. The approving the new members is not that hard because I have, what's the name of that software? Hold on. Group Leads. I bought the Lifetime thing um, recently. Actually, I think I bought it in November. The Lifetime thing for Group Leads. And it's pretty easy to automate the process of approving um, different members, adding their email address to my ESP. That is also easy. So usually to approve members is a matter of one click, right? I I look at at their name. um, I look at how long they've been on Facebook. If they answer the questions, blah, blah, blah. I click approve and move on. Now, um, usually I will get anywhere between 30 and 40 new requests every single day. Out of those 30 and 40, I think I approve about half of them, if I'm being honest. One of the things that I look for is, do they have a picture? Do they have a full name? 
um, did they answer the question? Even if they answer no, because one of the questions is, do you want me to send you a link to my free vault? Put your email here. A lot of people say no, and that's fine. I don't care if they answer yes or no. I don't care if they give me their email address or no. As long as they even just checked it, you know, just to make sure they're not some random robot or whatever. If they put any answer, whether it's positive or negative, I look at that. And if they did all of those things, then I know it's a real person and I approve them. If they don't have those things, I mean, you would be surprised. <laughs> you would be surprised. If you have a Facebook group, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but one of the things that happened to me is that I will approve someone to go in, in the group, right? And I usually, because I, I just told you, I usually look at the profile image to make sure there's a photo there, like, like a real person there. So I will approve them. And maybe 30 minutes later, like I swear, not even an hour, I go back and this, and one of the people that I just let in will change their name <laughs> Um, let's say there were like Lisa Frank, right? When they requested to join the, the group after I approve them, they will change their name to some kind of businessy name. I don't know, like Lisa Frank printables.com. And they will post a link to their shop to whatever offer. And I'm like, wait, I just approved you. I, I remember your face. I just saw your face in one of those <laughs> profiles that I just let into the group. So that happens a lot. People will be sneaky that way, which I find ridiculous. Like who has time for that? If you are putting that much, that, uh, I'm sorry, if you're putting that much effort in that kind of foolery, just run an ad, you know, you'll get people to buy your, your thing. That's a better use of your time and effort than having to keep track of whatever groups you join and did you post your link? Did you change the name? Is there anyone teaching this? Honestly, like, is there any marketer out there teaching people how to join Facebook groups and then change the, their name and post whatever link to whatever shop they have? Because my God, it I'm telling you, it happens a lot. Now, this email included a poll and also... I included the poll um, basically because I didn't think people were going to reply, right? If I, at the end of the email, said something like, reply to this email and tell me what, what you think, I didn't think people were going to reply. So I put the poll in and all they needed to do was just click one of the three options and that, that's it. I could see on my back end what people were voting for. But oh my goodness, as of right now, I think it's been about five hours since I sent out that email and I've gotten about 30 something, I haven't counted them exactly, but 30 something replies to that email, which I usually do get a, a lot of replies, but not on emails like this. It's usually more like controversial emails or if I'm selling something and they need more information. This type of email, usually I'll get the usual, I don't know, five to 10 replies. Um, but this one got 30 something replies and a lot of you were asking 
for insights because you also have a group that you've been wanting to close because you don't want to show up there anymore. And a few of those replies also were just curious people that they wanted to know what the results of the poll were and what were people saying. So this is my attempt to let everyone know what these results are so far. So like I told you, I got 30 something replies, which I will reply to all of them. Um, just, um, later tonight. And, but I wanted to tell you, by the way, the software that I'm using for the poll in my emails, it's called Feedletter, feedletter.co. I will leave a link in the description. Um, I don't think they have like an affiliate link or anything. Um, so I don't get any (laughs) kickback for you using that link, but it's, it's very useful and I really like it. So let me refresh the page because the poll was that it had three options. Number one was to keep the, let me pull the email so I can tell you exactly what it was. Okay. So option number one was keep the group open. Option number two said, I don't care about Facebook groups. And then option number three said, close it. So very simple, right? You could click on any of those. Okay. So as of right now, let me, I'm going to refresh the page again. 20 people voted to keep the group open. 47 people voted that they don't care about Facebook groups. 92 people <laughs> voted to close the group. And honestly, pretty I think all of the emails that I got so far all of the replies the 30 something replies have been also towards just close it you know um between the curious people wanting to know what the results were or the people asking for advice and sharing their experiences and there were a few that literally just said close it who cares <laughs> so that is so far what's going on with that poll. And I don't think it's going to change that much. I mean, it's been a good five or five and a half hours since I sent it. And let me check what the open rate on this email is. Let me tell you real quick, because I know some of you are going to be curious about it. Okay, so the open rate was 39.3, open rate about five, five, five and a half hours after that um, went out and the click rate has been 1.9%. So there you go. And my email list is almost um, 15,000, I believe. I can check real quick. Yeah, we're very close to 15,000. Yeah. So with those numbers, you decide what all of that means, I think, (laughs) I think it's pretty obvious that people just don't care, you know, like, even if I were to show up, I mean, this is what I think, right? This are, this is my thoughts after the few conversations that I've had for, with some of you and seeing those poll results is that a lot of you don't even care. Like, even if I were to show up more or provide something in that group, it wouldn't necessarily sway you either way to either, oh yeah, I I like her, I'm gonna join her membership, or I like her, I'm gonna watch her YouTube channel, or I like her, I'm gonna buy this um, affiliate product she's promoting, whatever. Which, 
brings me to the conversation of why in the first place do we have these free groups? Because as a business owner, I don't want to be giving away free things that are not going to bring back any revenue. And what I just said, those words that I just said, I feel like no one really talks about it that way, right? When we talk about freebies and sure, create a freebie, create some landing page, run some ads to it, but you're not going to be running that freebie just to give things away. You want to make money. And if you have this quote unquote free Facebook group, you expect to bring in leads, you bring, you expect to bring in customers and you expect some, um, something in return, which is why we put ourselves out there. And the group, I believe it doesn't bring in anything back to my business. And also it doesn't create the community I thought it would. And again, that is my fault because I didn't show up in the group as I thought I would. So this is not the member's fault, of course. This is me as a, as, as the business owner, as the leader of that group. I wasn't that. I wasn't, or I, I'm not, right? I am not a leader in that group. I am not someone who is providing anything in that group, really. So we have all of these facts surrounding the issue of that Facebook group that brings us back to the decision of, I just want to get rid of this. Now, that's only one of the reasons why the reason number one, you know, um, it's that I'm not getting anything back from the group. Reason number two, I'm not giving anything to the group to get anything back, right? But also, a free Facebook group, it's not how I'm choosing to show up right now. Now, let me tell you what it is working, which is something I mentioned in the email is um, my YouTube channel is working, even though I don't really post a lot there, which will change because I have a long list of videos that I'm going to record. Um, so I do plan on growing that YouTube channel because even though I don't post enough, that YouTube channel is making me money, not only Okay, so it, it makes money two ways. And I feel like I need to clarify this because I get asked this a lot. How does a YouTube channel make money? Okay, basically two ways. Number one, AdSense. My YouTube channel is monetized. I've had it for, I would say three years now. Yeah, three years because I opened it. I think it was March. No, May 2021. Oh, so, it, so it's going to be three years soon. Yeah. And it got monetized that same year. I think it got monetized December 31st, 2021. Which means that ads are running during my videos. And I get paid for those ads that YouTube runs during those videos. I get a check every single month. Usually around 500, 600. There's been months that I have been a little bit higher. Maybe like 700 per month. There are months that are higher than the other. Um, usually, um, I make more money from the channel 
from around, I would say January through May, um, or maybe like the beginning of June, then it gets kind of slow between June and probably October ish. And then it picks up again. It's seasonal in a way because I, I think it's seasonal because people start thinking about, you know, new businesses and new ideas and new resolutions or this or that towards the end of the year, which is what my business is about. You know, it's about teaching people how to create a digital product and sell it online. So people get very excited at the end of the year, new resolutions and all that. So my, my channel gets busy between the end of December and probably late May or, or so. So those months are a little bit higher. Now, what um, stays pretty much the same day to day, even, um, you know, month to month is the amount of people who join the email list that come from one of my videos. I have links on every single video inviting people to join the email list, to join the free vault where they can get free templates. And I also have links to my membership, to um, various um, affiliate products, or just different things that I'm promoting within that video. So I'm confident to say that every single day, I gain leads and sales that come directly from YouTube. I use specific links that I can see when um, that I can see where these customers are coming from, and also on Shopify will tell me where the customers are coming from, which links they are clicking, and how they're landing on my Shopify store. So, and according to Shopify, ninety six percent of the sales in the shop are coming from referrals from YouTube. That number was a little bit lower. I think I, I shared last year some numbers surrounding something similar to this topic and the number was 76%, but that number has increased um, significantly. So almost all of the sales to the shop specifically come from YouTube. Almost all of the sales on landing pages and sales pages to my website, to the membership, those come mostly from my email marketing efforts. Now there is the conversation of Instagram. Girl, I, I just, I am not a social media person. I have yet to join TikTok. I just don't even know how to use TikTok. Like, what do you do? Do you download an app? I have no idea, okay? I'm not interested. I'm not inter interested on Instagram either. I tried, and there's, sometimes there's something fun that I want to share. Oh, this is a cute video, and, and I will share something cute because I just feel like it. But Instagram is it's just not my thing. Just social media in general is just not my thing. As Okay. It's not my thing as a business owner or as a private person. So even in my private life, I don't really consume um, a lot of social media. Now, I am on YouTube 24-7, basically. Um, but anything like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, the, the, the more traditional social media, I don't really consume it a lot either way, whether it's business, whether it's personal, I just don't. 
I don't have anything against social media. I run ads on Facebook. I run ads on Instagram. So I I have a pretty good understanding of how it works. I log into Facebook two or three times a day. I log into Instagram like, I don't know, once a week, maybe. But I do run ads to those two platforms because it works for my business. So don't take this as a, you know, pooping on social media. I'm, no, not at all. I highly, highly recommend to people that if that's all you can do because you can't afford ads, do social media. You're going to have, you're going to need a way to get out there, but also try YouTube. It, it works. I'm telling you from experience, I'm almost three years in and it works. It, even if I do nothing in my business for that month, I will get that YouTube check and I will get those customers to my shop from YouTube. So food for thought. Now, having said all of that, um, the reason why I'm really considering closing the free Facebook group is because I want to really focus on what's working. I really want to focus on what I'm comfortable doing, which is YouTube and ads and email marketing. So really those three things are my my things that I'm good at, that work for me, and that I feel comfortable doing because I know them inside and out. These three things are not something that I have to go out and learn. If I were to show up more on Instagram, for example, I'm gonna have to watch a bunch of YouTube videos. I'm gonna have to buy a course. I'm gonna have to do something, okay? Because I barely know how to post on Instagram. And I'm four years into this business and I'm not about to start learning Instagram. It's not going to happen. This year is for growth. Okay. Um, and the, any, the only way I know how to grow is email marketing, ads, and YouTube. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on. Now, I could leave <laughs> the free Facebook group open, but it leaves the door open for trouble because, you know, the, the spammers in, in the group, which there's not a lot of, like those posts that I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast where people are sharing links to their shops, that happens maybe twice a week, maybe three times a week. If it's like like a very busy season, um, I would say November. November, December, January are the worst months for people to start spamming the group share, sharing whatever links they, they want to share. And the rest of the year, it kind of slows down. But I, I feel like I need to get that off my back, right? That I don't have to even think about, oh, wait, I, I need to log into the group to check if there's spam or I need to log into the group to check if there's any member request, which I already told you I get 30 to 40 every single day. And I do look at every single one of those to decide if I'm going to let them in or not. So it might take me 10 minutes for that every single day. That's a lot of time. And that amount of time is not bringing me any money. So... Yeah, <laughs> think about all of that. Now, in the midst of all of this, um, um, let me see how I'm going to say this. I got a few people reaching out like, oh, you could do this or you could do that. So I'm not considering doing any of the things. Like someone had reached out saying like, well, you could give the group to me. But 
And this person didn't mention anything about a money exchange, but this person wanted to, to take over the, the group, basically. And that is against Meta's, um, you know, Facebook um, terms of use. You could make someone an admin and have them run the group, but transferring group ownership or selling the group that is totally against Facebook um, terms of use. So I definitely don't want to do that. Not even under the, the table. Just it, it just sounds bad, you know, and I don't want to get in trouble because I do run a lot of ads and I don't want my profile to be associated with anything negative that will damage my reputation on Facebook and the ability to run ads and reach more people. So definitely not happening. If I'm closing the group, I'm closing the group. I am not transferring ownership of the group. Now, someone else um, suggested something that I'm considering, and it is giving the opportunity to those who are in the group who still want a community that is free and is full of other sellers working towards the same goal to go to that person's community. Now, I'm not going to share uh, too many details because I still have to talk to this person and kind of um, see how we're going to do this um, because this person has a free community in another platform that is not social media. And I am in that community. I've been in that community for over a year and I think it's brilliant. <laughs> um, so I think at the moment of closing the group if I do end up closing this this group I'm going to share who this person is and their information and a link to join their community for those of you who really want that type of support and community that is totally free and is not on social media at all because that's another thing that I've been hearing a lot is a lot of you don't even like Facebook so for those of you who are not on Facebook, you'll have the chance to join this other community outside of Facebook. But I don't want to say too much about this because it's nothing, you know, it's nothing that's on, on paper or nothing that we have decided yet. I haven't even decided if for sure I'm going to close this group. I will give you <laughs> updated on an email. So for now, I think that's all that I wanted to share for now. I will leave a link in the description to the email that I sent out this morning so you can read it and vote if you want. And also a link to feedletter.co, which is the software that I use for the polls. Thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts about this, please do reach out. Until the next one. Bye bye.